0: Season three, episode 13, business tools versus personal tools. If you are new to online business, which essentially if you're a music producer, you know, you're running an online business, you have to be very careful when it comes to selecting the tools that you're using, because if you're not, you can get stuck with them, right? You might think I'm talking about plugins, And I am but there's also a lot of other things which you can get stuck with if you're not careful Because if you have just been a consumer in other words You are just purchasing things for your own personal use and one of the most perfect examples would be let's say that bicycle I keep talking about if I were to purchase that bicycle and if I were to sell the bicycle No one else is involved. So in other words, I can buy the bike I can use the bike if I sell it. It doesn't really matter because no one else is involved It's just me But if I am running my platform, for example, where people are signing up and they are watching my FL Studio courses, people are now attached to my decisions, right? And so those are my business tools and my business tools can also affect you as the end user. And we're going to be talking about that in this episode, okay? Before we get into this episode, you guys can visit itsgratuitous.com forward slash FL Studio. You can sign up for some free FL Studio training. You will get emails with free videos teaching you how to get started with FL Studio, how to set up the windows for my exact workflow. It's totally free. You just go to itsgratuitous.com forward slash FL Studio. All right, so before getting into this episode, I want to share that I have recorded a new course for you guys. It's about online distribution because Beat Tapes by Gratuitous volume 10 is now complete. And I recorded myself uploading it, teaching you about the artwork, teaching you about how to export that audio for the best quality, how to organize your folder. And um, it went really, really good. So right now, what I'm waiting for is I'm waiting for DistroKid, because when you do online distribution, you're going to be selecting a distributor and you It's up to you on what one you want to select. I tell you in the course, I'm not recommending DistroKid, but I have used DistroKid for about seven years and I've had a good experience with them. So we do use DistroKid in the course. And now that the beat tape has been uploaded and submitted to all of the streaming services like Apple Music, Spotify. Now I'm just waiting for DistroKid to send me emails in regards to confirmation so that I can record that in video and show you the actual closing of everything okay so i literally show you everything regarding to prepare yourself because when it comes to releasing your music in these online distributors preparation is everything okay you have to prepare your artwork you have to prepare your track list like what order are the songs going in you have to make sure that your songs are mastered right I will edit up the videos, and then that one will be released for you guys in the platform. Again, that one is online music distribution course. If you want to get your music on Spotify, Apple Music, it's pretty straightforward. But again, I have released a lot of beat tapes and a lot of music over the years. And you will see that my approach to releasing the music on these streaming platforms is very structured, very organized, very simple, so that you can build your brand and keep continuity All right, so let's get into this episode about business tools versus personal tools. So I wanna talk about, let's say, a big corporation. So let's say you go grocery shopping. Now, these corporations, these huge corporations, when you go grocery shopping and you put all your items in your cart and you go to check out, you're gonna be going through their computer, right? Their computer is running a software that manages all their inventory. So in other words, these corporations need a license to each computer that they are checking you out on. If there was 10 lanes, typically they would need 10 licenses. Now let's say you've been running your business for like 10 years and you've been on these computers. What happens is the computers can get old, the software can get out of date, and now you wanna upgrade to new software. That company has invested into this software to run their business. Now, here is the problem what I'm trying to say to you, okay? So let's say you have this software and you started using it. What happens is it can grow roots really, really deep in your business to the point where it's really, really hard to remove it from your business. Typically, when it comes to, let's say, a website, we are using plugins to give us different features. When we are doing music production, we have our DAW, It comes with stock plugins, which is typically enough to get going, right? We have EQ, compression, we have all our different stock plugins, but there's tons of third-party plugins. And the question is, well, why do we use third-party plugins if our music program has stock plugins? And obviously it's because more functionality, sometimes better sounds. And so this concept all Applies everywhere, and you just have to be really careful that whenever you are using a product for your business, which can affect other people, you have to be very careful in what you're using and how it's being used. I'll just uh, share this one with you. So, with my website, there is a plugin where um, you can install to give more features for coupons. Coupons are amazing for you know for any business, right? So anyways, when I share this coupon in a link, because that's how online works, right? You have to share a link such as so it's gratuitous.com forward slash. And then what are you adding on to that link? And that is how you can start adding like a coupon onto the link. Now, depending on the plugin you're using, they're going to be using different words for their plugin. And so let's say I use this coupon plugin. And I've used it for, let's say, four or five years. And in all the different emails I send out or all throughout the website, I've shared this coupon. All of a sudden, this plugin, I no longer like. Maybe it's slowing down the website. Let's say I want to remove that plugin. If I remove that plugin, all those links are all over the website. Now, you have to understand there could be broken links, which is really, really bad because someone clicks it and it doesn't take them anywhere. It takes them to what's called a 404 page, an error page, okay? In other words a page doesn't exist. There's also a type of link where if you click it, we are putting what's called parameters onto that link. And it's not that it doesn't go anywhere. It's just that it doesn't work as intended, such as applying the coupon. So what I'm trying to tell you is if you are new to music production, new to online business, when we are acquiring business tools, There's a couple of things I want to share with you so that you don't fall into the same traps of what I have fallen into because the people who are selling the software and selling the tools to you, they don't care what happens to your business. They just want to make money from you so that you can use it for your business. And while the tool may be extremely helpful... It may hurt you in the long run, because like I'm saying, the tool at first is really useful. Then you realize it starts growing into your business. It's almost like it has roots and it grows into your business, but then those roots have hooks on them. So it's almost like you can't even pull them out because they're so deep in your business. And then once you try to remove them, it's so involved. It's like you almost need a special tool to like cut them all or something. Now, you might be wondering, like, why am I talking to you about this? Because I'm here to always try to save you time and teach you about the experiences of what I have gone through in my own business regarding online business. Because when you're a music producer, it's essentially an online business, right? Like, you need to build your email list, you need to have a product, which is In the case of if you're trying to sell your beats or whatever, like, you know, that's your product. But in my case, I don't sell my beats. I am selling, you know, FL Studio courses, FL Studio books, et cetera, right? That's my business. But the overall structure of the online business is essentially the same. Like you need to capture emails. Why? Well, emails are really important so that you can send an email and say, Hey, like, you know, this is what's going on. Some people think email marketing is really spammy, but the thing is you have to understand that people have signed up for a reason. Sometimes you've given them something for free and then, yeah, People are going to maybe treat your emails as spammy, but if you just get people to sign up out of authenticity, in other words, someone who truly wants to be like, Hey, this guy can teach me NFL studio. And I'm sure that he sends out helpful emails. And if when I'm sending my emails, if you find them helpful, then it's like, it's kind of a win-win, like you've signed up and I'm able to notify you of new blog posts, new podcasts, or If I release a new course or a new book, you are updated on what's going on with the website. And then it's totally up to you if you want to jump in on the sale or on the product or et cetera. So anyways, this is what I've learned with online business. When you are acquiring a business tool, which is much different than a personal tool, because again, a business tool is affecting other people. A personal tool, like I said, my mountain bike, which I've been having problems with, I can simply just sell that bike and no one else is involved. I can just go buy another bike. That's just between me, right? It's personal. And that's a really nice thing to have. And if you've always been living your life with personal purchases, then you have no strings attached to other people. But when it comes to business tools, we are affecting other people. And so when you are acquiring a tool for your business, this is what I suggest to you. You want to make sure that it enhances the business but at the same time you're easily able to move on if the business tool has a lot of useful features you can use them but just be careful that some of those features might start growing roots into the business so for example let's say we have a plugin and it allows you to do 10 different things within that plugin you just got to be careful about what features are you are you actually using because some of those features are really nice you know they're they're super useful but you would be able to remove it from your business at any time and No one would even know that the change happened. But then some of those features, you just got to be a little bit careful because they can really start growing roots into the business, okay? So when you are acquiring a business tool, it doesn't matter how expensive it is. It could be really expensive. It could be free. You just have to understand that how reliant are you on for that feature and for that tool. In my opinion, the best plugins and the best tools I've used in my business over the years are tools where I can easily switch for example, let's say email service. I want to be able to switch from one email service to another really easily if I want to, because what happens with all these email services is typically when you first sign up, it might be like free for the first amount of subscribers. And then it starts going to $9 a month. And then all of a sudden from $9 a month, it can go to like $79 a month. And you're like, Whoa, like that's a huge jump from $9 a month. But you just don't want it to the point where you're so heavily invested into what's called an ecosystem. I typically like to avoid ecosystems. I like to be able to be free when it comes to be able to choose what I want. And I'll give you a couple of examples. So FabFilter plugins are very free. All you do is you just install the executable file, you simply install the license code, and you're good to go. I can even use it on multiple computers. Same with something like Serum. They give us a license code, we install it, we're good to go. Silence One. You simply install the license code. It does limit on how many computers that you can install it on, but that's fine. You could just simply just install it with the license code and you're good to go. Very, very lightweight, right? Some of these other tools, you start having to like install tons of software always, or maybe you need to have this plugin with this plugin. And as soon as you start having to have one plugin rely on another plugin, that's where things can get really, really sketchy because If there's one problem with one tool, then it affects the other tool. You want to try to keep things as minimal as possible. Obviously, when it comes to music production, tools like FabFilter are like indispensable at the moment. In other words, they give you so many features that typically you don't get with your DAW, which allow you full access to your audio. Things like you can EQ just the mid, you can EQ just the side, you can EQ just the left channel, just the right channel. It has dynamic EQ, which means that you can kind of emphasize transients or you can pull them back and kind of acts like a compressor for a certain area. These are really, really awesome tools to have. And once you don't have them, you'll realize like, wow, like I really miss that for my business, my beats. So I'm just sharing with you, there's business tools and there's personal tools. You really have to understand that. And the mountain bike is the perfect example. That's a personal tool. If I wouldn't talk about it, you would have no idea I even owned a bike. But again, I was having problems with it. And so now you know about it. And so now if I were to sell this bike... And I don't think I'm going to sell it. Like, you know, I'm still enjoying it. It's just been a little rocky with a couple things. And once it gets fixed, hopefully it's all good to go. But I'm just saying that if I were to buy it, if I were to sell it, it wouldn't affect you at all. For example, if you are treating music as a hobby and not a business, because I always tell you, whenever you start music production, you have to decide like right away, don't kind of hum and haw. You have to decide like today, are you trying to pursue this as a career or are you doing this just for fun? Because if you're doing it just for fun, music is going to be fun. It's going to be enjoyable. And if you're doing it as just a hobby and just for fun, any of the tools that you're purchasing, such as a MIDI keyboard, your speakers, all of that stuff is just personal, right? If you purchase it, if you sell it, it's all just you, right? It doesn't really affect anybody else. If you are running a business and you're acquiring these different tools, they can affect other people. For example, if I were to sell my reference monitor speakers and purchase new ones, I really don't know how they sound and I'd have to learn them, which means that that would slow me down in terms of education or even in terms of my own beats, right? It really would slow me down because I've got to start learning those speakers. Something like the speakers isn't really what I'm talking about too much. It's more about like plugins, right? As soon as you start getting different plugins, you bring them into your software. Before you know it, it's almost like too late and you're in so deep with this software that it's like, oh, now like in order to remove those plugins. And an example here is like, let's say you've been working on tons and tons of beats and you're using certain plugins, but you're just like, do you know what? I don't want to use those plugins anymore because you realize maybe they're really heavy. Or again, maybe you don't like the ecosystem of that company. Be careful about how deep these business tools are getting into your business. Something like the speakers doesn't get very deep. Something like plugins can get very deep into your business. And then you realize, oh no, like I'm so deep in, because like I said, you made all these beats using these plugins. And then all of a sudden you realize I'm not going to use those anymore. And then all your new beats are working off of, you know, the plugins you want to use. But then let's say you want to release a beat tape You start going through all your old beats and you're like, oh, I like this beat. And then all of a sudden you realize like, oh, I was using those plugins and now you're stuck with them, right? That's why I tell you, make sure that you are selecting the plugins that you like to use, that you've tested them, that you know that they work really, really good. And all of these things will apply. All right. Keep it simple. Things don't have to be overly expensive. Yes, FabFilter is expensive, but I'm telling you in my opinion it is worth the money just the workflow the features the convenience so that's it for this episode so be on the lookout for beat Tapes by gratuitous volume 10 it is now submitted through distro kid so that will be live here very soon again i recorded myself uploading it so that will be a course about online distribution and i'm just waiting for distro kid to send confirmation regarding when it's live on Spotify, Apple Music, you know, Amazon Music, like all these different streaming services. When it's live, DistroKid will let me know, which means I will record the video sharing those emails with you. And then I'll edit it up. And it will be live in the membership there. So if you guys want to join the platform, again, you guys can just visit itsgratuitous.com. You will see an option to join the membership. And if you want to start slow, there's two options for you. You can try the free FL Studio training or you can get my free beat making book. So the free FL Studio training, you just go to itsgratuitous.com forward slash FL Studio. The free beat making book, which has so many beat making secrets of what I've learned over the years. Like I'm telling you, like there's so many secrets. If you truly want to learn, Again, you always got to read. And if you read through that book, it's called Five Keys to a Successful Beat. You can get it by going to itsgratuitous.com forward slash five keys. In addition to the free book, I also send you emails where I'm reading to you a couple chapters because people don't often like to read. And in addition to me reading it to you, I'm also explaining some things as you go along. So you might get some benefit out of that, okay? So business tools and personal tools. Make sure you know the difference because the business tools can get you locked in and thankfully, when it comes to music production, most of the stuff is just like a one time payment. And then if you want to upgrade, sometimes there's like an upgrade fee. Uh, but for these different um, plugin services, like nowadays, you know, there's a lot of subscription services for plugins, which I don't think you should ever pay subscription for your VST plugins. Okay. Because you want to have full ownership over your music. You want to be able to open up your projects from like 10 years ago and not have to rely on. A monthly fee when who knows if that company's even going to be around in 10 years and they're charging a monthly service for the plugins and you might not even be able to access the plugins in 10 years so you see when someone's new and they don't understand they're going to purchase because they feel as if it's a good deal but they're not realizing the repercussions music production has always been you purchase the product you get an executable file that you double click you install they give you a license code and it's yours. You can activate it typically offline, everything, and then you can open up old projects. New businesses are starting to come in. They're trying to capture new customers and you know subscriptions with plugins should never be a thing regarding music production. Okay, so just be careful out there. Business tools, personal tools, know the difference. Again, you guys can visit itsgratuitous.com if you want to learn to make beats. Thanks for listening, and I'll talk to you in the next episode.